Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Barpath Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. Today, we have a Q&A podcast. All right, you know the drill. Three questions, ask us questions in our Facebook group. Stronger Than Your Boyfriend, slide into the DMs at Barpath Fitness on Instagram or email us because that's cool. <laughs> yes. All right. Question number one. What do you think about keto breads, tortillas, cookies, etc.? Keto versions. Um, well, I don't really think about them at all. But <laughs> if I had an opinion on, I think they're kind of silly. I just feel like I don't like how do you have it doesn't make any sense to me to have like a bread or a tortilla or a cookie that's that has no carbs in it. It's just weird to me because to to get the taste that you're looking for, and I've seen a lot of these products actually, and there's a lot of, you know, like sugar alcohols and uh, high fiber things that really mess up your gut. And I know from experience because I have actually, have you know, tried a few of these like keto breads, tortillas, cookies, et cetera. I don't think they're the best for you. And also you have to be wary because they'll always promote like low calorie, low carb, but they go by net carbs. So they'll put mm. this like weird fiber substance in there. And let's say it's like 25 grams of carbs per slice and there's 20 grams of fiber. They only count the four grams of carbs for their cal- caloric load, I guess, for the for the whole slice of bread or whatever it is. So it'll be like a 50 calorie you know, slice of bread, but really it's not because it's just like, they don't count the fiber grams towards the calories, which I think is silly because it's just a bunch of chemical bullshit, in my opinion. I don't really think they taste that good either. I mean, I guess if you haven't had like a piece of bread in a while and you have a piece of keto bread and it's like, ooh, bread, but I just don't think they're worth it. I think that you can add in some bread here and there. You can add in a tortilla here and there and you can have a cookie here and there. And if it's just, if you're either going to eat the keto version of it or not eat it at all, I would just probably find something else but that's my opinion i do not understand the rules quote-unquote rules for labeling something as keto because like i'm is there a carb threshold like a net carb threshold yeah it's the net rule that they get away with yeah it's a weird like unwritten rule for the keto people no i mean what is the rule like like you know how in the in the industry there are things that you can label as low fat there are things you can label as I don't even know. Oh, yeah. Like, for the label? For the I labeling. Think, like, what is the rule to be able to put keto on something? I think that it's the, they go off of the net carbs. So if there's fiber in it, they don't have to count the fiber towards the calories because they're just like, everyone is going to poop this out. So it doesn't matter. So they don't count the, I mean, that's what, that's my impression. I don't know. I feel like you're, you're, searching now you're researching oh i totally now, am but... i don't think i don't think it's been i don't think there's a rule yet is there yeah i was gonna say is there even a rule i feel like a p- label companies can do whatever the fuck they want on their label they can label well, no 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 there's definitely there's rules grams. no there's definitely rules but i don't think there's one for keto yet there is for pro- high, if you want to label something high protein there's a rule we've talked about this on a previous podcast before oh, yeah, like um, x percentage of the calories yeah and the rules are really not that intense like it's pretty easy to label something as different forms of healthy um but I, i'm just wondering when they're going to come out with the keto one because right now 
like I understand people are just saying if it's lower in net carbs, it's keto, but I don't know what that that standard yeah. is. But here's what I don't understand. Keto ketosis is something you go into because of the way your entire day and diet is, right? Like yes. it's higher in fat, moderate in protein, and low in carbs. And, you know, ketosis is going to be different for everyone. A lot of people say it's under like 40 grams of carbs. You know, some people go under 50, some people go as low as 20, whatever. You have to actually check to see yeah, if you're in ketone. ketosis. You have to be, yeah, you have to be checking this to make sure you're doing it. So what I don't understand is how a single food could be labeled as keto. You know, I mean, I get yes. keto friendly because it's low carb, but like that, that doesn't really help because yeah. the whole point is your entire, like you have to, the whole day, the whole process yeah. you have to get into ketosis you can't just rely on one food every time you go eat like oh i'll choose this because it's keto no that's yeah. not how it works <laughs> it's like my breakfast was a keto piece of bread and a keto cookie and a keto tortilla and it's like what? and i've got 60 grams of carbs now so yeah. i'm not in ketosis like I just don't but understand. i also had 60 grams of fiber so we're good <laughs> from an odd substance that we don't know what it is so yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, so you can tell point. we we don't like these um yeah i just feel like <laughs> If you're doing the keto diet correctly, you're eating pretty much only vegetables for your carbs. And that sounds fucking miserable. Mm -hmm. But there are instances where this is a very beneficial diet for certain people. So, you know, I'm not shitting on the keto diet. I don't think it's right. sustainable for most people. But if you're just going to like go keto to like eat these keto breads and tortillas, like just eat a tortilla, like a regular one. Yeah, don't and then, go like, keto. Have a piece of bread here and there. <laughs> like good sourdough bread if you want better quality. But you know what's funny is most of these keto products are just not good quality products either. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I would avoid them. Eat regular shit, not keto shit. So. Yeah. If you're working hard to try to get your bread to have z like zero net carbs, it's probably full of shit and not going to be delicious. So what's the point? <laughs> just like just if eat. you're going. If you're going into it expecting bread to not have carbs, <laughs> I feel like you're living in an alternate universe, an alternate reality because like Ooh, bread an alternate reality where bread is not bread. Ooh, this Ooh, is a good AI generated hole. image. Keto black hole. Stay tuned for the AI image on our Instagram. <laughs> oh, if you haven't seen the Bosu ball <laughs> hiking Wait, path, you should go look at that because it's an pretty alternate fun. universe where bread is something else. We'll we'll see. I can't wait for this one. Something else entirely. All right. Uh, okay. Are we done with that question? Fuck that We're question. done with it. We're moving okay. on. <laughs> Next is going to be like. All right. Uh, all right. Question two. Is losing weight supposed to be fun? Surrounded by friends or miserable? Surrounded by pain and misery? Who okay. the hell asked this question? Honestly, this was not in our Facebook group. I found this in another group and I had to. I just I had to pick it. it. I was like, <laughs> because. It's a silly question because it's supposed to be neither. <laughs> like also it's everything is always about what you make it and what your attitude is about it. And it's like, why is losing weight the only goal that people have too? I feel like it's just going to be a rant. So no, it's not supposed to be fun. No, it's not supposed to be just pain and misery. It's supposed to be hard. And I'm talking about for any training goal, whether you want to build muscle, whether you want to burn body fat, whether you want to, you know, achieve a certain skill. That's the fun part is that it's hard because you get through hard shit and then you learn cool skills while you do it or you get through hard shit and you lose the weight. I mean, I think that's a 
I mean, you know how we feel about that being your goal in general, but it's just the way that this was worded. It's just like, ooh, I feel like this person is is struggling. Like they're on yes. the struggle bus. Very. It much. should not be miserable. I feel like this person is miserable. If it is miserable, you need to you need to go about this in a different way and find a different approach because this will not be sustainable for you. And you're probably going to get to a point where you're like, fuck this shit. I'm too miserable. I'm going to go back to doing what I was doing before and not be miserable. So, yeah. And maybe you shouldn't be trying to lose weight if you're miserable. Yeah. Like maybe either you're doing it all wrong or you have the wrong goal. Actually, is losing weight supposed to be fun? No, losing weight is supposed to be bad. If you think about it, like the whole thing with losing weight in the in the history of humans our whole thing was like preserving what we could because, you know, weight. food wasn't accessible. And so we didn't well, we wanted to gain weight and gain muscle and build and and gather and eat food. And I just feel like if we're going all the way back to is it supposed to be anything? No, no. <laughs> you're not really supposed to lose weight. You're yeah. supposed to maintain a healthy weight and, you know, in our opinion, pack on muscle to protect yeah. your joints and stay healthy throughout your life. Yeah, but. I just. I'm sorry, person, because I feel like you're really struggling. And I hope you listen yeah. to this because you should reach out to us and let us help you guide you through this process because, no, you shouldn't be miserable doing anything in life. Yeah. So it also it also sounds to me like maybe this person needs a more supportive social circle because the part where it said fun surrounded by friends or miserable surrounded by pain and misery makes me... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just so it's sad and funny at the <laughs> same time. We're not laughing at you. We're yes, we're you. laughing with you. <laughs> at the darkness of this comment. Yeah. Um, I think the the question about fun surrounded by friends, like it sounds like they're having a miserable time and they don't have that social support that they need. So I yeah. hope that this person can like join our Facebook group and find some camaraderie and some resources and and some help because I mean, if your goal is to lose weight and you do actually, you know, need to drop some body fat, I, I hate to say lose weight, but you know, same thing, drop some body fat, yeah. which will essentially have you lose weight if you're if you're, you know, weighing more than you should, then I suppose like yeah, that's a goal and it helps to have like-minded individuals around you, especially if you can shift your focus, even if you do, quote unquote, have to lose weight, according to your doctor or whatever, if you can shift your focus to eating more protein, building muscle and moving more, that's a better goal. And that's yeah. where you're going to feel less pain and misery. Yes. So I hope you reach out. Let us help you make this fitness part of your lifestyle. That's not miserable. I really hope you do. Yes. So, yes. yes. All right. Okay. Question three, what are your thoughts on the whole trope? You break down muscle in the gym and rebuild it out of the gym. Yes. Yes is my yes. thoughts. My thought yes. is yes. My thought is yes. You're correct. So, yeah, I mean, the general gist of that is correct. But let's like get into it a little bit. So you are, you know, you are giving your muscles like those what what do they call them little like micro tears when oh you are this is up for debate but yes oh yeah didn't we talk about this uh -huh. like i don't actually think that that might be what's going on but anyways when you're in the gym regardless of what's actually happening you're not that's not where you build the muscle that is where you send the stimulus to your body to grow and adapt and to whatever stimulus you're giving it and rebuilding it out of the gym, it's not like you step out of the gym and you're like rebuilding. Like, it's just a funny way to word that. But when you are recovering properly, then yes, you can grow muscle if that's, you know, what you're you're telling your body to do. 
gain strength if that's what you're telling your body to do, etc. But it's it's the recovery process is more in depth. It's not like you just stop training and up oh, you're recovering. Like your sleep has to be on point. Yeah. Your protein obviously has to be up there. Your nutrition has to be good. You're you know you need to be hydrated. Like there's so many factors that go into that. You have to be eating enough. So it's just like I feel like this person knows knows that, but it's like rebuild it out of the gym. Like when you're in the gym, it's straight breakdown mode. And then when you once you step foot in this on the sidewalk outside, it's rebuild time. Like <laughs> funny, but anyways, yeah. What is the I, so, we talked about this. I don't actually know now. Yeah. So the whole thing behind, well, first and foremost, like to put my thoughts to this question is the whole point is adaptation, right? Yeah. The whole point of going to the gym and working out and training and it's hard and then you overcome it and then you adapt and then you get stronger. Like that's the whole thing. Now, the problem with the whole micro tears thing is the literal tears theory. So there has been some evidence that shows that tears, um, you know, can cause DOMS. They really are like little tiny micro tears in the muscle, et cetera. Um, other evidence is kind of like disputing that now and says there's no evidence to suggest that mechanical tension is the cause of these micro tears. And what we're going for in the gym is kind of me mechanical tension. It's it's microscopic muscle damage. And the theory is that this may actually just be chemically mediated. So not actually quote unquote tearing the muscle. Um which is kind of like how I feel about like or what how we found out about stretching, right? Like people used to think that stretching was like actual lengthening of the muscle and like you could make your muscles longer. And that is like not true. You know, it's in your brain and it's it's something that happens in your brain in order for your muscle to stretch and relax. Right. So it, I think it's kind of more like that. They're basically saying like, sure, there's microscopic damage there, but it may not be tears as we think it's tears. It's probably more yeah. of like a, a chemical thing. So um, that's kind of the gist of it. But either way, the whole point is there's adaptation happening. Yes, there's some sort of quote unquote damage happening and you have to overcome it. And yes, in order to gain and rebuild, you have to have your shit together outside of the gym. That's why we always preach how important sleep and recovery is. And obviously protein, because those are the building blocks, the amino acids of actually building that muscle yeah it's actually pretty crazy when you think about it like this big slab of meat that's in your head pretty much <laughs> controls everything so every adaptation pretty much happened like stems from your brain like your brain is doing the work your brain is what's connecting to the muscles like it, your brain controls this your cns so yeah it's a pretty cool thing. I love my brain. I do a gratitude practice every night and there's like different questions in the book and one of them comes up a lot about like your favorite thing about yourself or like one thing I love about myself. And my brain is always the first thing. I'm like, I love my brain. Yeah. Everybody's know, brain is so powerful. That makes me think of my niece. So they, my brother and my sister-in-law, they have her, you know, when they, they eat meat. So when they're eating, they're cutting up like the steak or whatever she's eating, she'll be like, thank you, cow. Thank you. Thank you, oh. chicken. So it's really cute. And I'm just like, I could see her just being like, thank you, brain. <laughs> She's in school. So it's really oh, cute. That's so sweet that they're teaching her awareness yeah. of where her food comes from and to have like yeah. gratitude and appreciation for it. I think that's yeah. awesome. It was, that is awesome. It, it was cute when I was there a few weeks ago. We were literally having a steak dinner and she was mm -hmm. saying thank you to everyone. She was like, thank you, Bubby. Thank you, Auntie. Thank you, Cow. <laughs> like, it's really cute. <laughs> Adorable. All right. Yeah. All, All right. right. Cool. So if you like this podcast in me doing baby voices you should rate and review it it really helps this podcast get seen and share it with all your friends yeah and hopefully look for an image of 
alternate universe Brett <laughs> coming soon. And then we'll I can't wait. Can share it's that. Pretty great. Let's see AI what happens. Cool. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Peace out. <laughs>